8.15 now on this Monday morning. Highs of 57 degrees or so. So right now it's 44. Around 10 o'clock, you want to take that coffee break. It's going to be 49 degrees. Lunchtime, 53. And then as you head home, it'll be about 56 degrees. So a nice night to go out and take a walk maybe and not push yourself till it hurts, but just get some good old fashion healthy exercise. Aaron Bendeley joins us now. Vice President for Policy and Strategy at the Pelican Institute. It's National School Choice Week. Good morning, Aaron. How are you? Good morning, Tommy. I'm great. And you? I'm good. I just followed you on Twitter, and I see it says Immersion Mom. What does that mean? Immersion. Well, my my child actually used to attend a foreign language immersion school, which is a form of school choice. Yeah. Um, So that's just one of the many examples that we are celebrating this week across Louisiana and across America The many school choices that families and kids have to meet their unique educational needs, Uh, we have several of them throughout Louisiana, but we also need to be fighting for more to make sure every kid has an opportunity to go to a school or a program that fits their needs. I have a good friend who had a child that went to a French immersion school, and I have no earthly idea how a kid can get through that. So I guess they, and I'm not criticizing the program at all. I'm just wondering about it because they're trying to teach me. First of all, it was hard enough for me to learn math and English, Aaron. So I'm just imagine trying to learn that in a foreign language, but I guess somehow they make it work. They do. It's a, it's a really cool program. Uh, my son was in a Spanish immersion program, but his school also offered French immersion and even Mandarin. Um, so really? from a very early age, the teachers only speak that language. You know, they teach math, science, social studies, all in that targeted language. You know, and it's a process. It builds over time. But um, as someone who lived in, a, in another country when I was little, uh, my family lived in Mexico for a time. That is the time in a child's life where, you know, even the science shows that if you're going to immerse a child in another language and have them become fluent, Uh, It's best to do that when they're young. So it's a really cool program and and very effective. Studies show that as kids learn another language, they also become better at math and better at science. I went through that, Aaron, going from the West Bank to the East Bank here in New Orleans. It was a different (laughs) language. Just everything was different. Um, Tell me about the different types of schools that parents can choose from, because I think when it comes to the model, and I was looking here at traditional public schools, charter schools, public magnet schools, private schools, homeschool, online school. It can get a little bit confusing, can it? It can. You know, I guess depending on where you live in Louisiana, you know, there, there may just be the option of the traditional neighborhood school. And there are about 1,400 traditional public schools across our state. But then there are also, like you said, there are private schools. We have about 350 of those around the state. Uh, we have about 150 public charter schools in different communities across the state. Largely concentrated in Baton Rouge and New Orleans, but those are growing year after year. And then we have a very large population of about 40,000 kids that are enrolled in some form of homeschooling across our state. Um, And so those are great opportunities that we celebrate and celebrate, you know, the work that those parents, um, you know, are are going through to get their kids' needs met. And also the educators that start these innovative new schools but the truth is they don't exist everywhere, and not every child um, has, an, has access to them. And so that's the thing that we take this time, again, to celebrate the choices that we have. And there are many 
um, but they aren't necessarily available to all kids, and we need to be working to get to that point. Was it between a public magnet school and a charter school? There are some differences. Um, so private schools, obviously, because they are not government-funded or not entirely government-funded, they do have some additional flexibility and autonomy in terms of their program, their curriculum, their offerings. Uh, charter schools are public schools, but they offer um, some additional um, you know, aspects of their model that um, are innovative. They exchange some uh, I guess having to follow certain government mandates and rules in exchange for greater accountability. So they are much more accountable. They can actually be shut down for poor performance. Um, and then, of course, you mentioned homeschooling. That is the ultimate flexibility that a parent has if they are able. Um, and it doesn't. It, it's not necessarily for everyone, but if parents feel like that's for them and they have the, the ability to do that, um, that is a very unique model where they can really customize a program to meet the individual needs of their child, um, everything from curriculum to programming to extracurriculars. Uh, they can even, even enter into co-ops with other homeschool families. So that's a very flexible, innovative model. Now, let me take a break. Somebody texted in, speaking of that, my wife and I are interested in homeschooling our children but don't know how to get started. So maybe you can walk us through that, Erin, when we come back. And I guess also, is every parent qualified to teach homeschool or do you find the materials we'll talk about it when we come back Erin Bendeley it's school choice week we'll also talk about um, some of the different aspects of education in Louisiana what's the biggest concern facing the education system and well what needs to be done to regular session because I, I always say you know let's not worry about going from 49th to first let's just try to get to 40th and then from there we'll make headway 821 and a half traffic now WWL 825, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Aaron Bendeley, our friend, Vice President for Policy and Strategy at the Pelican Institute. You can follow her on Twitter if you like, like I do. It's at Aaron, E-R-I-N-B-E-N-D-I-L-Y. Aaron, before we went to the uh, break, somebody texted in about uh, they and their spouse are thinking about uh, homeschooling their kids. They don't know how to get started, and I I guess they got a concern about whether or not they're smart enough to teach school, how do you get started homeschooling and how do you make sure you're, you're doing it right? Well, the first thing to know is homeschooling is a commitment um, and it's really a sacrifice that families make uh, to, to have that sort of educational experience for their kids. It is an entire family commitment um, and it requires a lot of work. Uh, we actually teamed up with uh, an organization called Homeschool Louisiana. Uh, which is a great one-stop shop for all things homeschooling in our state. Uh, If you go to our website, pelicanpolicy.org, you'll see a homeschool guide uh, or a guide to homeschooling in Louisiana that tells you everything that you need uh, to answer that question for yourself as as a parent. Is this right for my family? Is this right for my child? Um, There are also resources there in terms of choosing a curriculum, Uh, designing your own schedule, your flexible schedule as a family. So there are a lot of considerations that go into this, but the thing to know is there are also a lot of resources to help families. Um, So that's a place where a family can go to get started. Is there any way a parent, both parents can work and effectively homeschool a child, or does one have to stay at home? You know, there are a lot of ways to homeschool these days, especially. Um, There are a number of online programs. Um, and there are programs where perhaps half a day uh, a child will go to 
uh, a more traditional private school, and the other half, they will either stay at home with a parent or they will go see another tutor, uh, maybe someone that is hired just for a particular class like math. Uh, there are all sorts of programs and innovative ways to do this, um, and, and we're seeing that more and more, certainly with technology and even educators that you know either want to supplement their income or maybe they're retired teachers and they will offer private instructional services for just a you know kind of like an a la carte approach where you would hire someone to just teach your child science or Spanish or French. Um, but it really does require the parent to assemble all of these things together into a package, into a model that really works to meet their child's needs. Has, has somebody else texted in about um, long-term effects of homeschooling? Is there anything to indicate that that's not as, uh, if done right, as efficacious as any uh, p- private school or public school? Well, there are certainly social aspects of, of homeschooling, um, you know, that you want to make sure that kids still have an opportunity to interact with their peers and be a part of a group, whether that's socially or for extracurricular activities. Uh, I'll tell you, all of the homeschool families and kids that I've gotten to know over the years, many of them are involved with co-ops or with other groups of homeschool families, um, and they do a really good job, probably even more than even what my child got to do um, in, in his schooling in terms of field trips and going to museums and going places to, to really learn and experience things up close and personal. Uh, so I've actually seen many homeschool families do that very well. Uh, quickly, the uh, session's coming up. It'll be here before we know it. What can we do? What would you like to see done in the session so that we at least move from 49th to maybe 40th, 45th, somewhere? You, know, you can't let perfect get in the way of progress. Absolutely. We have to keep our foot on the gas. We have to keep doing the business of making education stronger and and better and more accessible for our kids. I think it starts with some sort of expansion of the very choices that we're talking about today. In places where families do not have choice, we have to be looking at ways to give them more options, to find something that works for their child. Um, I'm also hopeful that our legislature will take some steps of improving kids' access uh, within all of our schools, particularly our public schools, in terms of helping kids that are not on a path to go right into a four-year university to give them some additional opportunities uh, to focus on those experiences and the training that lead to great jobs. Those are two key things that we can do to really move our system forward. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate your time. Aaron Bendeley, Vice President of Policy and Strategy at the Pelican Institute, mass shooting in California.